You're listening to Life in Limbo, a podcast about building a life you love on the foundation of what's most important to you. I'm your host, Stephanie Pellet, and each week I'll be chatting with an interesting person to explore how we can stay connected to our personal values, measure what matters most to us, listen to our own voices, and build a life we love. This week on the show, I'm talking to personal style coach Rebecca Jacobs about how she uses her morning routine to stay grounded and set herself up for success throughout the day. Let's go. Hi, Rebecca. Hi. (laughs) Thanks for having me in your space. Yeah. Thanks for coming. You finally got to see my apartment. Yes. I've seen it on Instagram a lot. Yeah. You're quite, you know, always sharing your outfits and... And I, so I thought I had an idea of it, but then I'm like, oh, it's so Is different. it different than you thought? Yeah. yeah. But I like it. It feels like you. It's cozy. Cool. And, and, and classic and nice. Um, so we're recording this on a Saturday morning, which I think is appropriate because I want to talk to you about your morning routines. But before we get to that, can you start by telling us a little bit about yourself and what you love to do? Yeah. So I love to work in style so I work with women to help them kind of step out of the way we do style in like a people pleasing in an external way to do it in a more aligned expressive way so that's like my main jam I love to fuse my life with play so both my business and my life to have like more fun and more play and I like to speak make videos hang out and talk about <laughs> talk about all things style and the issues surrounding it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've had a chance to work with you just in like a one-time session, mm. and it was so interesting and fun to start to put more attention onto my style, um, which has not been something I've ever done. And so, uh, you know, and watching your videos as well and seeing your free content on Instagram... I think what you do so well is encourage people to like think about their style in a totally different way yeah. and think about how it actually is informing their lives more than just the way that they look. Yeah, totally. And that that's really where I think the magic is, is looking at the way we do style versus just looking at how we can change the finished product of like what our outfit is or how we look or how our body shape is. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you talk so much about dressing for how you want to feel yeah, and how that can transform how you show up in different situations. And I think I've seen that for myself to be true for sure. Every time I put a little bit more intention or do my hair or whatever the case may be, it really affects how I feel in different situations throughout the day and with different people. So I think it's really a valuable such a valuable um, paradigm to start to integrate. And I think it goes beyond style, right? And I know that you believe this too, to the way your home feels or, mm-hmm. you know, the different different things that we might initially think are more superficial, but they can actually have a yeah. deeper impact. Yeah, I believe that style, as well as pretty much everything in our <laughs> life, is all helping us to affirm and become the person we want to be. And to live the life we want to live. That, like, that's the role of style. That's the role of how you create your space. That's the role of the decisions you make, the routines you have. Like, it's all about how are you becoming the person you want to be and living the life you actually want to be living. Mm. Yeah, and it's so powerful. Um, You know, our friend Sonia has this great mantra that she says, which is that everything reflects everything. Mm, I love that. I love it, too, because I think it always comes to mind. And sometimes it can feel 
a little scary for that to be the mantra because you're like, oh no, <laughs> what about this one area where this week I didn't, you know, eat properly or I haven't, you know, brushed my hair yeah. in two days or whatever the whatever the case may be. Because um, so it can feel a bit like, uh oh, everything reflects everything. If this area of my life isn't sort of up to the way that I want it to be, then that means other yeah. areas are suffering too. Yes, but I think with it's I think it's how you feel about that area like you might feel guilty like I haven't brushed my hair I look horrible or you might recognize that like I made a choice that I prioritize this other thing and I'm fine with the way my hair looks and I think that's the same thing in style what I end up talking to people a lot about is like you can wear the yoga pants 100% but like make it a decision where every time you pass a mirror you're not like oh I look like a slob make a decision where you're like I'm wearing the yoga pants because they make me feel like I can just dance and stretch and move around all day and it feels great and like make the decision and then even though you're like oh it's yoga pants level it's yoga pants level with the high energy level this is what I want this is what I'm choosing mm. and so what is that decision making process that you encourage people to go through because you know for some people yoga pants will always make them feel sloppy so how do you sort of get people to break yeah. that down well the way we bring it back to is really identifying how we want to feel as we move throughout our life and then each day it's asking the question of how what's going to make me feel that that way today because you're thinking about the weather and thinking about the settings and if you're going to be walking a lot and what will support you in feeling that way so you have to first identify how you want to feel and what will make you feel that way in the circumstance mm-hmm and like sometimes it is yoga pants but sometimes it might be like oh I want to feel really confident and sharp and like on point today and that yoga pants even though they feel good on my body they might not support me in feeling that that more deeper way that I want to feel more but I have these dress pants that have lots of spandex in it that pretty much feel almost as comfortable as yoga pants and those would also make me feel confident and sharp and mm -hmm. like I'm on point right so it's about figuring out what's going to get you to that result, the result yeah. here being the feeling yeah. that you're looking for, and then sort of working backwards from that point. Yeah. So good. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also it feels like it's about just putting more intention into what you choose to put on your body or what you choose to have in your home. You know, I know you're in the process of just getting rid of a bunch of things from your home, not because you have to move, not because you have yeah. to do anything differently with your space, but because... Because you want to have more intention, I'm guessing. You yeah. want to have a more curated... Yeah, and I think that what is in our life, like what is not in our life and what is in our life are both affecting us. That like when everything that's taking up space in my line of sight, taking up space in like things I have to clean, taking up space like physically or energetically is taking, if it's not exactly aligned with supporting me and how I want to feel, it's taking away from it. Like, nothing is, nothing is neutral. It's mm. either supporting you or not supporting you. So I, I got rid of a bunch of stuff, but it is also, like, I'm a recondoed and I did it on Instagram stories, <laughs> which is what you might be thinking of. But also, I, like, do that ongoing. Like, every week I probably am getting rid of something that I realize isn't serving me anymore. Hmm. Yeah. So it's a routine for you. Yeah. It's probably, yeah, it doesn't feel as much like a routine, but it feels like as soon as I'm aware of something that, oh, this shirt, I've passed it like five mornings now and not worn it, why not? And then I'll make the decision then if I want to keep it or not. Or things like if a drawer is getting cluttered and every time I open it, it's getting, I'm noticing that I'm frustrated opening it, in that moment I'll be like, oh, 
what like what is in here that's not serving me because having a, a drawer that's a pain to open and close and I'm like wrestling with it isn't serving me so what can I do about it mm -hmm. so a lot of it is it sounds like just about noticing where noticing yeah noticing yeah being present I guess with how you feel and how the experiences are making you feel because I know in my life there are a lot of times where I don't know I'm at home and then I'm rushing out I'm doing something and all of a sudden I realized like I feel like crap. I feel frazzled. I feel angry. I don't know what I'm angry at. And it's because I wasn't present that entire time to get there. I wasn't present with how I was feeling. I was like probably frustrated by like, I probably slept in a bit too long that I didn't give myself enough time. And then I probably like wrestled with clothes that were all tangled or something. And then I maybe couldn't find my keys because I didn't put them away in the spot I keep them. And it was like all those tasks and actions and I was doing up until that point that were like getting me into that bad space. So I try to, a lot of what I've designed my morning routine around is what I want to go through life with is that I'm present to how I'm feeling and then I'm choosing to do each thing in a way that's going to make me feel that way and taking out kind of the obstacles that would make me have a worse version of today. Mm. Well, I'm so glad that we are going to be talking about this. This is the whole reason that I wanted to have you on the podcast. As much as I love all the stuff that you do with style, I think the thing that I find so interesting about you is that you're a person who has a really cultivated morning routine out of pretty much most of the people that I know. I'm the most aware of yours. Um, or I'm aware of the fact that you have one. <laughs> and I was like, I really want to ask her and make her tell me every single step of the morning routine. Um, You're aware that I have one because it's unbreakable that I will be late to things because I was doing my morning routine. That's right. And, and that's so cool to me that you're that committed because I have a morning routine and I'm pretty committed to it, but some days I'll make an exception. You know, I'll say, okay, well, I have to be up an hour and a half earlier today and I don't really feel like going through the whole, you know, kit and caboodle. Like, let me just cut out certain parts of it or let me just do the things that are mm -hmm. the most important. But I love that about you. You're like, nope, the morning starts an hour and a half later now because, <laughs> <laughs> because I have to do all the steps. Um, but it sounds like it really serves you. It sounds yeah. like it really adds to your day. And I love that what you were saying about how you're using it as almost like a crucible. You're using it as a little playground to set up the conditions for the rest of your day. Yeah. Which is a really great way to look at it. Yeah. So it's not like as rigid as I maybe make it sound because I will <laughs> change how it looks and like take parts away or add, well, I guess I don't really take parts away, but they could be less space or kind of looser, but it is just designed around how can I set myself up to have the possibility of like having the best version of today mm. that like every point of it is kind of designed that I'm leaving that possibility open that I can be the best version. I can feel the best I could feel today. Mm. Okay, so let's talk about the actual tangible elements <laughs> of that. Oh my gosh, it's going to sound so boring. No, now. it's the most interesting thing to uh, me anyway. Okay, so the first thing I always do, I wake up and I don't like to hit snooze. Yeah. I've mentioned that as I had some sleeping problems, I started to get back into the snooze routine, but I always feel better on a day when I don't have this chunk of time right at the middle that like right at the beginning that feels wasted because I come on snooze doesn't make you more rested and also <laughs> it just you're not doing anything else with that time so yeah. I try to hit snooze sometimes I'll hit my music and like play music right away get up make my coffee which is like a whole process I like boil the water and like have a little hand grinder hand grind the beans after I weigh them to like make sure <laughs> that it's right <laughs> um, and this probably takes about 
I don't know, 10 minutes or something to make my coffee, and I always do that first. I love the smell of it. Yeah. I love all the sounds that I'm used to hearing from it. I'm also really big on lighting, so like I won't turn on any overhead lights at this point. I'll light a candle or I'll light this kind of warm bulb I have that's like this fancy light bulb, um, or I'll just use the window light. Mm. And it's really like smell based. Sometimes I'll have music playing, sometimes I won't. And then once I have my coffee made is usually when I'll move over to the couch and do my quiet sitting meditation, if you will. That's an area where like it's kind of loose where sometimes I, I sit quietly, I turn the music off. Um, and sometimes I meditate on my breath, like what I kind of learned meditation was. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I just like sit and, and think. Sometimes I feel like I'm witnessing myself thinking and sometimes I feel like I'm actively thinking through something that's exciting, like something I have a vision for, I'm thinking about that. Um, and sometimes I'm just trying to cultivate how I want to feel that day and really bringing this the way I got this was through Jess Lively on her podcast has a meditation. It's probably about a year, maybe a year and a half old now. Um, so I can't remember what episode it is, but she has a meditation where she, you really envision how you want to feel and reach into a time you can remember feeling that way and kind of imagine yourself feeling that way and really try mm. to embody it. And that's a practice that I find really effective. So those are the kind of things I'll be doing while I sit quietly for like 10 minutes. Mm. Then I drink my coffee. I also have my Palo Santo going because I'm big on like smells and ambiance yeah. in my morning routine. Um, so I usually have lit in my Palo Santo before I start my quiet time. And then that's like the, the like morning routine because then I move into doing more work and I only work on when I'm fresh off my morning routine. I only work on things that are uh, like high-level tasks, like something that is about what I'm visioning or a big idea or maybe content creation. I'm not, like, editing a video or replying to customer service emails. Like, right. I'm only doing, like, high-level tasks when I'm that fresh. And that's a part where I'll, I might not do that if I'm short on time. I might not do my most important task right then. But then the other thing I always do after that is that I do movement, that I go to the... Gym is what I'm doing right now. Before, that's looked like yoga for me in the past. But I do some sort of movement. And that's a part that I find I really don't like to leave that part out because I do feel different the entire day if I haven't exercised in the morning. Mm. Yeah. And then I guess there's one more part to it because this <laughs> is the morning routine that just keeps on going. And then after I've gone to the gym, done my movement, I always am showering and then, like, intentionally getting dressed in a way that's going to support me and asking that question of like how do I want to feel today and what's going to make me feel that way and then showing up in a way that really I really like that as like a last step obviously it's a last step getting dressed um, but I like it because it feels like a bridge where I really take everything I've done in the morning and really apply it to like how I can how having the best version of today is still a possibility that I get dressed in a way that like will make me feel good all day and make me excited for opportunities to come. Not like I feel like, I really don't like what I'm wearing and I can't leave the house and I truly don't want to run to anyone I know. That really sets you up to like feel your best that day. Absolutely. So yeah. So that's it. Guess it is a longer morning routine. <laughs> the four part morning routine. Oh, it's so interesting though because I love to hear what different people prioritize at different times. Yeah. And um, I think the, the thing that stands out especially is that 
just that quiet sitting yeah. sounds so lovely, you know, that you're giving yourself a few different options for how that could look, Yeah. but you're using it to do sort of big picture thinking or reflecting or just meditating, mm-hmm. um, which is something that, you know, I always think of this for myself is that the days that I don't give that to myself, I don't have that again for the entire day. Like, yeah, it's not like, oh, at 5 p.m. in the afternoon. Yes. I'm like, oh, here exactly. I go. Here's I'm my 10 minutes way. of quiet. Um, it would be so rare, almost yeah. almost unheard of for yeah. me to have that. And it's, yeah, it's the exact same for me with, like, virtually every element of it. The sitting quietly as well as the movement. Like, if I don't do movement right away, once I'm, like, dressed and, like, on with my day, it's so hard to get me to do it again. Right. Um, and I... I I, I am a morning person, but I also think there's something special about the first things you're doing and how you're setting yourself up. I totally agree. Yeah. Um, one thing that I am curious about, because I know that you have a full-time job, as well as running this beautiful and amazing business on the, on the side, but not really on the side, like, it's like, both of those things are full-time jobs for you. Um, so I know that you work up pretty early to do your morning routine, or at least you used to. Yeah, that's another thing that has been shifting, because my morning routine is something where it's here to serve me, so I will only do it as long as it's serving me, and, like, it will shift and, like, be dynamic and change. Um, So it it used to be very early. It used to start at, like, between 4.30 and 5, usually, I got up. Now it's any time, really, that sometimes I just try to get enough sleep, and I might get up at, like, 6. It might be a normal time now, the mm-hmm. average. Sometimes it's as late as 7. Sometimes I do wake up at 5 a.m. if I went to bed at 9.30 or 9.00. <laughs> but it doesn't seem to happen as much these days. Right, right. Because I was going to ask, you know, how did you start cultivating them? Because for me, I'm like, yeah. the idea of getting out of bed at 4.30 is You crazy. go to bed on time. It's really easy. <laughs> like, honestly, you just count, like, eight hours back. And you just start doing it. And I, I am a morning person, so I might be oversimplifying it. Yeah. But, like, yeah, it's really hard to get out of bed if you're, like, only have five hours of sleep. Right. So people do it still. But I didn't. I never did it from I that place. I always did it from... I tried to get at least, like, seven hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, but it... I think our body likes to be on a schedule. So the hardest totally. thing I found about that... Um, and, like, a big part of this was I had sleeping problems, which I've talked about in some places, I've had sleeping problems that made that have to be more fluid, that I actually couldn't fall asleep, and I couldn't go back to bed Mm -hmm. um, when I would wake up in the night, and I was also dating for the first time in a really long time, so, like, it's hard to go to bed at 9.30 every night and do those things, so that was part of why I was like, oh, in this phase of my life, my morning routine is still there, but it looks a little different. Maybe it's a little shorter. Maybe there's less time for working, and it's more about, like, working working on myself, right. like doing the meditation, <laughs> doing the, the, the exercise, but maybe not doing the big two-hour work period in the morning. Right, right. I love that you said that it's there to serve you, and yeah. so if it needs to change, it will, um, because sometimes... I don't know. I think all of us struggle with that. Once we have something set, we feel like if we don't do it this exact way, then yeah. we've failed, um, which is so silly because obviously we're doing it for ourselves. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, th- I like, I love that you're talking about how you're letting it evolve as you evolve. Yeah. And it's, and that's totally my default and programming too, is to be like, this is my, this is the way it can look and this is the only way and be like rigid and un 
and malleable in that way. Mm -hmm. Um, but what I have to remind myself is like, that's, that's the line that I truly tell myself is like, this is here to serve me. Mm -hmm. So that whenever it's, whenever I'm having all that guilt or that stress about how I'm going to get it done, that that's not serving me so that I need to adapt. But, mm-hmm. like, that's the line is that this is serving me now. Right. This is here to serve me. It's yeah. here to serve me, so there's no point making it look yeah any particular way. And, you know, I also think it's great that you leave yourself time to get dressed intentionally. Obviously, that's a big part yeah. of your work. Um, but... It's, it's interesting for me to reflect on of how are new things I could start bringing into my morning routine. I've been mm-hmm. thinking about this recently. Um, I interviewed our friend Orr, and then she lent me her tarot cards, and I started pulling a tarot card every morning as part of my morning routine, or two, or three, or whatever, um, and adding that in. And just, it folded in so easily. And I think sometimes it's just about shifting your mindset around it. So, like, for instance, the getting dressed... I would not even like consider that part of my morning routine. Mm-hmm. I'm like, my morning routine is what happens on the couch. Then I get up from the couch and I get on with my day, yeah. right? Um, but to, again, fold it in say, okay, well, how can I fold in this new element that is still a major part of how I want to show up and how I want to mm-hmm. practice things in the world? Um, because that's the best part of a morning routine is you get to like practice the things that you want to yeah. have more of. Yeah. And I think what's powerful about a morning routine. Also, did you talk about your morning routine? Like on the podcast with Aura or anything? Did it come No. Out? You should share what yours is because I'm curious. Um, <laughs> okay, well. But the, the beauty of a morning routine is that the things that are really powerful in shifting our life isn't like the knowledge we have or right. the opportunities we get every now and then. It's like what we're embodying consistently. Like yeah. what we're actually sinking in and applying and is who we are and how we're showing up and a morning routine is such a great space for that because it's every day you're doing it yeah um and I think that's why they're so powerful but it's because it's we're creating something that we're gonna embody every day and gonna be really like those habits are what what our life is habits yeah practice like you're practicing things you're practicing for what you want more of Mm -hmm. um and yeah I I agree with you that the morning is the best time because as we just mentioned before there's not other times during the day that you're going to just be like, now it's time for me to practice presence. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that doesn't happen very often. Um, okay, well, my morning routine is has also shifted, but right now, as of this morning, um, I write two pages of gratitude in this little notebook that I have. Mm-hmm. So I just start with the prompt today, I'm grateful that, dot, 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 and I'll just fill it in, and it can be the silliest things like, my plants look good. You know, I do that a lot. I really love my plants. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so glad my yeah. plants look good. Um, or it can be something bigger. I've also played around with having that encompass things I'm not actually feel grateful mm-hmm. for, things that are, like, not as good. Mm. Um, I read a, a great book that I'm blanking on the name um, right now, but it was it was like the 40 day project or something like that, where she encourages you to write down even the things you have resistance around and say, I'm grateful for those things. Um, and it feels totally incongruous, but you get it out. That's the point. And then I fill out this little daily log book, which is an idea that I got from Austin Cleon, who's this writer, mm-hmm. um, in Austin, Texas. Yeah. Um, and he writes every day a little log of the day before. So like sort of who he saw or, uh, what he did or what he read, things like that. So 
for this year, I just started the practice. I have this little, it's a little moleskin and I just fill out with little pictures. <laughs> it's very dorky. So I'm very bad at drawing, but I just like write out what happened the day before. Um, and I have a very bad memory. So I think that this is a nice way for me to memory keep for myself yeah. and remember like, oh, what was the day that Sonia and Rebecca and I sat out and played tarot on the back deck or whatever. Um, so I do that. And then I have the five minute journal app on my phone. So I'll fill out the day, mm, the morning. The prompts, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll usually like fill out the night before and then the morning. <laughs> because I don't like to do it at night for whatever reason. Because I put my phone away yeah. like er, pretty early in the night usually. So I don't want to be on my phone. So I do the, the, at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, that's another important part is that right before I go to bed, I put my phone on airplane mode. So my entire morning routine is done without my phone because I need to use my phone for parts of it so it's done without having any notifications overnight um which I think that is my my the best thing that I ever did for myself whenever I don't do that I kind of go into the day feeling very scattered mm -hmm. and frazzled because you look at your phone you have all these notifications texts to respond yeah. to like things like that so to have that actual physical and mental space in the morning is so lovely and then, now I pull tarot cards if I have a certain question or I'll just ask a certain theme for the day. Cool. And then I'll do some meditation. So usually about 10 to 15 minutes of meditation. Cool. I love how different that is from mine. Like yours has so much writing. I do I journal sometimes, but not all the time. That's not like, that's if, and I do it, and mine's also flipped. Like my, I guess I make coffee first. Yeah. But, that's just <laughs> but then my meditate is kind of what I do first. Like that right. quiet time is what leads me then to journal. And sometimes I'll journal gratitudes or sometimes I'll journal other stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's cool hearing different people's. I also find this very fascinating. I know. Hearing people's routines. <laughs> I know. I want to know everybody's. But it's true. And I've... how many different, like how has that looked a million different ways yes. over the past like three years or something? Because mine has too. Yeah. yeah. I It has looked different. Um. I, it's hard for me to remember now all the little yeah. variations, but I didn't do the logbook. Um, sometimes I would just do some... Oh, I used to do like morning pages, so I would just freehand write for two or three pages instead of the gratitude yeah. list. I would just like write out my thoughts and then meditate. So it's it's looked a few different ways. Um, but I think the thing that I, I love that I'm going to be taking away from yours is the idea that I could definitely bring more ambiance into mm. it. Definitely the lighting could be better. Yeah. Um, I could be burning my Palo Santo. I'm not. I could be burning a candle. I'm not. I could have like more smells and nice vibes, even music. I probably wouldn't do music like yeah. during the writing and stuff, but maybe beforehand, you know, there's lots of options, Yeah. but to make that feel like a more peaceful yeah. Haven, rather than something I just have to get through to yeah. get to the rest of the day. Yeah, and the reason I started adding all those elements, that wasn't how my morning routine started out. My morning routine started out is like, I can't remember how it started out, but the my thinking about it was, this is what's going to help me like accomplish more and like be better throughout the day. You know, those like right, books and stuff. Right. The morning miracle routine. morning. The miracle morning type thing. <laughs> um, but then I realized, ultimately... I actually, my goal isn't accomplishing more. My goal is being and feeling a certain way totally. each day. Yeah. So that I actually need to bring that being and feeling to my morning routine too. That like I want it to feel the same way I want to feel during the day. Which is why like a lot of the time I do play music which isn't about um, 
Like, no, like, I don't think any morning routine experts tell you to play music <laughs> because you're supposed to be, like, silent and stuff. But that that's what makes me feel playful and makes me feel happy. And then I, like, right. dance around my kitchen while I'm making coffee and, yeah. Right. And it could, because it's more about the process and how the process yeah. makes you feel rather than the outcome you're trying to yeah. get from it. Yeah. I love that. That's what I find. Yeah. You're, like, starting your day in this little cocoon where you can make the cocoon feel yeah. exactly the way you want and then you can take that energy and move out into yeah. the rest of your day. And the other thing about my morning routine, <sighs> this is something <laughs> that feels, I hate admitting, but I like feel, I find it hard to be alone a lot. Like I find I get lonelier in the evenings and stuff when I'm by myself. Um, not like in a sad way, but just in like, this would be more fun if there were people here. Mm -hmm, <laughs> um, mm -hmm. but my morning routine, I like genuinely really enjoy my own company in it. I don't know why that is, but like, I really love being alone and I really love being with myself. And I think it's cool to start off that like relationship with myself each morning. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That's such a, that's such a nice way to reframe it for yourself too, yeah. I think, to, yeah, maybe it's that you have more structure or it feels like you're giving yourself a gift rather yeah. than in the evening it feels like it's just an afterthought. Yeah, and I think part of it is because I've infused so much like fun and play into it where like I love the way my light, the light pours in the window. I love the smell and taste of coffee. I love the music I might be playing, but like I think that might be part of it too is that mm -hmm. I've made myself a fun person to hang out with in the morning. <laughs> and you've made it intentional. The yeah. environment is really welcoming yeah. too. Well, maybe... Because the thing is, I don't have an evening routine at all. I also have never tried to do an evening routine. I don't have one. Yeah. Usually it's like I read in bed until I've, my eyes close. Oh, that's, that's better. Until I'm like... <sighs> my evening routine is like all over the place when I had sleeping problems. I tried all the things. I tried the bath. I tried the reading. I tried mm, the mm -hmm. everything. And nothing, like, stuck. No, I find it so much harder yeah. to develop any kind of consistency. You're I think it's because <laughs> you're, like, somewhat exhausted. Like, you no longer have right. discipline or decision-making abilities. <laughs> um, which is why routine is good, actually, because then you don't question it. You just do it. But I think that it could be a really nice addition to my day to yeah. have something that would be in the evening that I wrapped up the day yeah. with, but I don't know what it would be yet. Yeah. I think for me, it might be more of a ritual I'd like to have than a routine. Like just maybe one little yeah. way to like wrap up the day. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what that'll be yet either. <laughs> I don't know. There's so many possibilities. Cool. Well... You're so great. <laughs> so are you. Thank you for sharing all of this with me. I know that it's like, fun. you know, pretty personal, but yeah. I think it's, it's helpful. And I think it's helpful for me too, to be reflecting on what more could I bring into mine and, yeah. um, different elements that might make it even more enriching for me. Yeah. And I think whenever we're thinking of like crafting routines or practices or habits in our life, really bring it back to like the why you're even creating this in the first totally. place, which is something that how I really redefine my morning routine is that this is designed to make me feel my best so like then that was what made me think differently about it and like right. bring in more things that made me feel good it yeah. changes the whole paradigm away from being like okay well this is how I will like yeah make my results even better yeah and like whatever you're like no this these are morning routine approved activities yeah. <laughs> I can choose from yeah and I think there's so much of that right where instead it's like I want to cultivate like a beautiful buffet of options yeah. that I get to choose from to like have fun and and have a nice feeling for the rest of the day so it's great anyway thank you again thank you you're the best and uh yeah 
fun to chat. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Life in Limbo podcast. If you liked this episode, please share it with a friend or reach out and let me know at Steph Pellet on Instagram. I would love to hear from you. As always, you can find show notes for this and all episodes at lifeinlimbo.org slash podcast. Thanks for listening and I'll talk to you soon.